Alright, so, before we get started, I just, I just want to open up in prayer. Is that okay with you guys? Can we pray again? I know we've prayed twice a couple times, but prayer is very important, so can we just, can we just pray first? God, we just love you. Ye, we are honored and privileged just to be here and to have an opportunity to, to just worship you and honor you and give you the glory that you deserve because of how much you've done for us and how much you've loved us and how much you want to do in us. So God, as we open up your word and we talk about your what your plans are and, and what your ideas are for for being a good friend and, and what you command of us and what you expect of us for being a good friend, God, I just ask that we would take it to heart, not let it just go in one ear and out the other, but actually make some changes, actually make some improvements. Because I don't know about everyone else in here, God, but for me, I can always be a better friend than what I was today. I can always be a little bit of a better friend. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I'm, I'm just so excited to be with you guys today. I'm, I'm, I was so pumped that Chris, uh, I'm just honored to share with you guys and open up the word with you guys today. Uh, it's, it's really a joy for me to, to open up the Bible. But as we've been talking uh, the past several weeks, the past month about, about what it means to be a, a in, in this relationship status, what it means to be in different kinds of relationships in our lives. I'm really excited today to talk about friends because the first week we talked about married, marriage and not all of us in this room are, are married. The second week we talked about being a parent and not everyone in this room has kids. Uh, and, and last week we talked being a coworker. A lot of us, you know, our coworker have coworkers, and but some of us don't. Some of us are in high school. Some of us are in middle school, and and we, we don't have jobs yet, so we don't have any coworkers. But today, this touches this topic of friendship. Top just touches on every single one of our lives. Everyone in this room has a friend, and, and a lot of us, whether you're even a Christian in here or you, or you're you're seeking out what it means to follow after Christ. You know and you value your friends because we love to hang out with our friends. We love to get encouragement from our friends. We like to have friends. We like to be with our friends. This is all good things. And the reason I think friendship is so valuable to us as humans is because God created friendship. And if we look back into like the beginning of the Bible, we look in Genesis 1, and God created the first human being, and, and his name was Adam, and Adam the first one of the things that God noticed about Adam is that he was alone. And so he created another human being, Eve, to be his wife, but also his friend, his companion. And so God created friendship. And you see it all throughout the Bible, like friends. You see Moses and Aaron as they were leading the people out of Egypt uh, and, and leading them to the promised land. Moses had Aaron. When you look at uh, David... David had his buddy Jonathan, and if you read that story, you read about an incredible loyalty that, that Jonathan had to David, even when David's own dad wanted to kill him. We can read about uh, Naomi and Ruth. It's just, it's just a story of, just, of, of tragedy in, in Naomi and Ruth's life and how these two women, because they had each other, made it through. And even when you look at the New Testament, when you look at what Jesus uh, 
taught, Jesus defined what the greatest thing that a friend could do for another friend. He said, uh, no greater love is this than one, a friend who lays down his life for his friend and sacrifices his life for his friend. And then Jesus, he not only taught that, he took himself through dying for us so that he could be, so that we could be, be his friend. And so that he could show us and love us and show us how much he loves us as his friends. And so I don't think I'm blowing anyone's mind in here, but God established friendship as a good thing. And so if you have your Bibles with you today, which I hope you do, if you don't, I'm sure it'll be on the screen, and I'm sure there's some Bibles in front of you. Open up your word with me to Proverbs 18.24. That's where we're going to start our journey today. We'll jump around a little bit today, which is, which is okay. I hope we don't, we don't lose anybody off the train as we switch directions and, and pivot. And, but we're going to be in Proverbs 18.24 first. Proverbs 18.24 says this, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. When I was reading this verse and preparing to to teach, this was an interesting verse to me. Because it says, a a man of too many friends, if it was what it says on the screen, a man of too many friends comes to ruin. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I read that, I'm, I'm a little bothered by that. Because, like, the, the, is the Bible telling me that I can't have uh, a, a, a bunch of friends? Well, kind of. It, it's, it's kind of what it's saying. But in, in our culture, we're all about more, right? We want more friends. We want more money. We want more houses. We want, I don't know about you guys, when I go to the, the ice cream parlor, I want more ice cream. And if you know me, I like sprinkles. I want more sprinkles, you know, even after I've already, you know, put, you know, uh, filled up the entire top, you know, once you eat off the top layer of the sprinkles, I got to put more sprinkles on that. We're a culture that's all about more, 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 more. I mean, we've even created social media and internet platforms so that we can have uh, this thing called Facebook that we all know about so that we can have more and more and more and more friends. But the Bible does a little bit of distinguishing here. It says, a man of too many friends comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. It kind of distinguishes between the quantity of friends that we have and the quality of friends that we have. You see, if you have a ton of friends, you probably have a lot of surface level friends like if like you guys could be honest if you go on facebook and you have 600 friends do you have quality relationships with all 600 people no i know i don't i don't have enough time in the day for that so the bible distinguishes and so the first thing i want to say is this if we want to have good friendships we have to invest in our relationships. We have to invest. We have to be invested in our friend's life. And to do that, we're not going to be able to have hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of friends. You may have a few. Because those friends that you have, the few, you want them to know what's going on in your life. You want them to know what you're struggling with. 
You want them to know what you're battling with, what sins you're struggling with, what God's teaching you, what you're, you know, how, how they can help you. If we're going to be good friends, we have to be invested. We have to know what's going on in our friends' lives. And I think we really struggle with that, being invested in our friends' lives. I don't know about you guys, but it's so easy for me to get inward focused on what's going on in my life, my, you know, my projects that I need to get done at work, and I'm in school, and the, the, the schoolwork that I need to get done, and the, and the you know, and resting, and, and all these things that I want to do that I sometimes forget to be invested in my friends. I forget to call my friends. My friends will call me, and I'll forget to call them back or text them back. I'm really bad at texting sometimes because, like, I'll look at it and put it down, and I'll forget that they texted me. So if we're going to be good friends, we have to be invested in our friends. And that means even when we go out to dinner, um, we, when we go out to dinner, we are actually listening and, and conversating. And I don't know about you guys, but a lot of times when I go out to dinner with my friends, they sit, we sit at the table together, and we're sitting there, and we're on our phones checking this and checking that and doing this and doing that instead of being invested in each other. I don't, when I was back in, at, in college, I, I, I'm in college again, but I, when I was back in college the first time, okay, I went to Liberty University. It's in Virginia. I had a big group of like 12 friends that I hung out with. And we, we did all kinds of stuff together. And uh, one, one day, one of my friends noticed something about our friendship. We were sitting at the, the lunch table right after uh, convocation, which was like just our, our weekly couple times a week you know, gathering where we'd have someone come in and preach to us, and we were sitting in there, and every single one of us, there's this new game that is just coming out on our phones. It's called Ruzzle. Have you guys ever played Boggle? It's like Boggle. So it's like Boggle, but it's electronic. So we had really become obsessed with this game, Ruzzle. And so there's this, this I wish I, I brought it, but there's this picture online of us on, on Facebook where everybody at our table is sitting down focused on this Ruzzle game. They're like, oh, like playing it. And one of my friends, as they got up to go get a drink or something, took a picture of us, and we, all of our faces were down. And, we were, and, and he put on the caption, Ruzzle ruins relationships. Ruzzle ruins friendships. But this is so true, right? Like these, if we're not invested in our friend's life, if we don't care about what's going on in our friend's lives, if we're not paying attention to our, our friend's struggles, our friend's battles, our friend's, whatever our friends are doing, we are not going to have that, we're not going to be that friend that sticks closer than a brother. We're not going to be close enough. And so, how, how can we do that? If you, if you turn with me to Romans 12, 15, I'm going to give you two principles for how we can become better at investing in our friendships. So that we can become a better friend. Because, I don't know about you guys in here, we can always become a little bit better People. We can always become better friends, better at relationships. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to 12.15, Romans 12.15. It says this. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Let's just pause there for a second. If we want to be good friends, we have to be people that celebrate with our friends when they have victories in their lives, when things go well in their lives. 
I don't know about you guys, but I struggle with this sometimes because, uh, like, it's just just last week, uh, Amanda, my wife, she had a she had a review at work, and she's a hairdresser. She's been a hairdresser for like six years now, five years or so now, and she brought home a review, and she was so excited about how she was getting promoted again, and she, you know, was she's she's how much how well she was just doing at her job and how much her bosses appreciated her and stuff. And I was like, you know, in, out, outside I was like, yeah, yeah, so excited for you. And the inside I was like, man, I just want to, I just want to not be a, an intern anymore. I just, I don't want to be a, a co-op at, at my job where I work anymore. And I, and, and, and we all battle with this, this comparison and this, this, you know, comparison can really ruin our relationships, and, and it can stop us from celebrating with our friends when they have a victory. And some of you are like, no, I don't ever do that. But have, if, you, if you ever ask yourself, if you've ever asked yourself with inside and in your brain, and you've ever said, you know, what about me, you know, or, oh, man, they, I know all the bad stuff about my friend. Why do they keep having success? You know, like, we, we you're laughing because you've, you've, you've been there. And you've done that. But we get so caught up in being in, being in ourselves that we, we forget that we need to celebrate with our friends and, and be happy for our friends. And, and we have to push ourselves aside sometimes. And that's okay. It's okay to push yourself aside. Push aside your own emotions sometimes just to be happy with your friend, with their successes and what things that are going well with them. And so, uh, there's a there's a movie I watched a couple a couple weeks ago. It's called Invincible. I'm not recommending it or not recommending it, but it's about this guy named Vince Papali. Okay, he was a guy that was down with luck. He had just lost his job. His 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 wife had just ran off on him, and he was just really battling in life. And so. There was this open tryout that came for the Philadelphia Eagles, which is like the professional football sports team for that city. And they had like this open tryout. And Vince Papali is a 30-year-old guy. He decides that I'm pretty good at football. I want to give this a shot. And so this was, that's, there, I'm going to give some spoilers here. So sorry if you haven't seen it. It's pretty old. You probably should have seen it by now. Um, so... He, so he, uh, so he tries out, and he gets past the first day, and his parents are all excited for him, and some of his friends are all excited for him, and he gets past the second day, the third day, he gets past the entire week, and so he finally, he makes the Philadelphia Eagles, and there's this scene, it cuts this scene, and it kind of brings this comparison, this is a true story too, it's this, this comparison between these two friends that he has. He's got this one friend that... He goes and he tells, and he's like, yeah, Vince, and he's jumping up and down, and he's hugging him, and he's like, let's go, let's go be excited, let's go have a party, let's go celebrate your success, I'm so happy for you. And this friend, we learn, had just lost his job, and he's celebrating with Vince Pavali. There's this other friend that he has, later on, a couple scenes later you learn about, he just avoids Vince like the plague. Like he learns the news through the grapevine and he avoids Vince like the plague. And he doesn't want to celebrate with him. 
he's mad and he's jealous because he's down on his luck. You see, which friend are we? Are you the friend that pushes aside your own circumstances, your maybe what's going on in your life that might not be so good to celebrate what a friend has accomplished, to celebrate the good things that your friend has done, just to be happy for them instead of saying, oh, what about poor me? Because I don't know about you guys, I really battle with that sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. Let's go to the second part of this verse. It says this. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Now, some of us might be really good at celebrating with our friends, but others of us are really bad at weeping with our friends. We're really bad at being a good friend when they need the support. Because friends aren't just there when times are good, when things are going awesome, when things are great. Friends need to be there when times aren't so good, when things aren't going so great. When there's weeping, they need to be the support system. Are you that friend? I don't know. This, is, this one always blows my mind because we all know what it feels like to be in a situation where things aren't going so well and our friends all disappear. I mean, we have sayings about it, right? You find out who your friends are when, you know, things go, go bad, you know, when things are really rough, when, when life isn't going so good, you find out who your real friends are. We, we all know, have been around these kind of situations where we find ourselves running away from our friends. And I, which, what I don't get is we all know what it feels like. If we're going to be a good friend, we have to stick in there when times are good, when times are hard. When our, when our friends lose their jobs, we have, to, you know, we have to be there to support them and help them find new ones. When our friends lose a loved one, we have to be there for them. You know, I, this was modeled for me by my parents, like when I was, when I was younger, actually by my, my parents' friends. Like I can remember when my, my parents, one of my parents lost one of their, their parents, their, so lost my grandma. And, and I can remember uh, Ken Davis, one of my, my dad's friends, and Bruce Winter, another one of my dad's friends, showing up at the funeral home and Ken really spent a lot of time there, and they brought us food. Why? Because at funeral homes, a lot of times, you're just sitting there shaking hands with people all day, and you never have time to eat. They knew what it, was, what it meant to, to be there for their friends, to support them when times were hard, to weep with my parents. Another example of this is a number of years back, I was... Um, Number of years back, I was going. Go- I went golfing with a couple of my friends at Union Lake Golf Course, and so we were young. I, I don't remember. We might have been sixteen. Like we were really young, and and I, I I'm not a huge golfer. I'm not, I'm not good at it. I always shank, and it's I always I spend more time in the woods than than I do on the go- actual like you know fairways, um, and even on the greens. Like I'm real bad. So we. Uh, what I really like doing when I go golfing is, is I like to drive the cart. Like, I really love it. I always have. And uh, I know you're laughing, but that, that's, that's funny. Uh, but it's what I like to do. It's like, it's like a mini go-kart. Um, and so we, the, my friends were letting me drive the cart, and we were driving around and having a good time. And, 
you know, I was hitting him out in the woods. And it, so one of, those, one of the balls I hit, um, it was kind of, we were up on a hill, and the, the tee box was up on a hill. And over to, like, the right was, like, these two massive, huge trees. And so I, I, hit the, I hit the ball, and it shanked it off over those trees. And so what I did was is I decided I was going to drive this cart to go get my ball and hit it back, hopefully, towards the fairway. And so as I, as I drove, I, I kind of went up towards the tee box, but not over, like, the tee box, obviously, but, like, down and then down this huge hill off the cart path because you get more speed that way, right? Um, so we're, I was, it was picking up speed, and we were going fast, and there was, like, a, it, they were huge trees. There was, like, this, this opening in between these two trees, and so I decided, let's make it happen. Let's go in between these trees. It's going to be awesome, all right? And when things are awesome, a lot of times they're not. Um, so I got in between the trees, and the cart, I, I, I kid you not, it jolted. We just stopped like this because this one, like, little, this one huge branch in one of the trees kind of what got caught underneath the, there's the cart has, like, a roof got caught under, underneath the roof, and it, it drove us up onto this, like, limb. So, like, we're, like, the front two tires weren't even on the ground anymore. Which we kind of laughed about at first, you know, after we realized we were okay. But as we pushed it off the tree, we noticed that one of the front, one of the front, like, like uh, structure things that held up the, the roof had, like, just snapped. And, like, these, this metal thing just snapped. And so we had to drive around the rest of the day. I had to drive around the rest of the day holding the stupid cart roof up. Now, the reason I tell you that story is this. That was a time in my life where I wanted to leave. Trust me. I was, like, 16 years old. I had no money. Like, I wanted to, like, it was, I was down on my luck. Things weren't going well. And one of my buddies, one of my buddies, he's like, it's all right. We'll figure out how to pay for this together if they make you pay for it. We'll go with you to go tell the, the golf, you know, supervisors or managers and tell them what happened. And that meant a lot to me because you find out who your friends are when you're going through the hard stuff. And my friends knew how to do this stuff. Are you that friend that sticks around? Or are you that friend that just would have laughed in that situation and said, okay, go ahead, deal with, you gotta deal with what you got to deal with. So if we want to be good friends, we have to, one, we have to celebrate our, our friends' victories. We have to be happy with them, which isn't as simple as it sounds. And we have to be there when things are hard. The final thing we're going to talk about today is in Matthew. So if you have your Bibles... Flip over with me to Matthew 6. This one's super important. Super, super important. Matthew 6 in verse 9 says this. This is Jesus talking. This is on his Sermon on the Mount. He's, he's uh, teaching about what it means to, to actually follow, follow God and be with God. He says this in verse 9. He says, pray then like this. Our Father... In heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, 
your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And, not, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. See, I want you guys to notice something about this. When you look at the pronouns in the Lord's Prayer, when, God, when Jesus is literally teaching his disciples, this is how I want you to pray. When you look at the pronouns, it always says, Our Father, hallowed be your name. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our, of our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now, I think Jesus was a very smart dude, okay? And so I don't think he, I don't think this was by accident. I don't think he used possessive plural pronouns on accident. I think there was a method behind the madness. Like I don't, I think Jesus knew what he was doing when he was, when he was teaching about how to pray. And what he was trying to show us was that when we pray, when we are going to the Lord and, and, and praying about the things that are hard in our lives and, and what's going on in our lives, which are all good things. You should go to God with what you're struggling with and, and what's going on in your life and thanking him for the stuff he's done personally in your life. But we can't forget to bring our friends with us because Jesus did. He never left out his friends when he was praying. He was always praying for us. Like when you look throughout the Bible, you know that when Jesus went to, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, when Jesus went to prayer, most of the time he was praying for us. Those who would come to know Jesus, those who would come to know him, those that would be saved, the work that he was going to do. Rarely it was just about, the, in the recorded prayers that you have in the Bible, did he just say, you know, just talk to God about what was going on in his life. And he had it harder than any of us. He knew how his life was going to end. He knew how hard it was going to be. He knew he was going to be beaten and, and crucified. And so we have, we have, we have to be people who remember our friends when we pray. We have to include them. It has to be something that just becomes a normal thing for us. You know, it's so, it's, like I said, it's so easy to get stuck on ourselves in prayer. I know I do. Like, when I look back and I reflect on my prayers for the past week, how often did I just pray about what's going on in my life and my family stuff with my wife and me? How often did you pray for someone beyond that? about you guys but it was sparingly that's something that i needed to work on personally um so just to review just to recap if we want to be good friends we have to be invested in our friends lives we have to be people that are actively getting involved wanting to hear asking what's going on in our friends lives praying about what's going on in our friends lives those types of things in addition to that, we need to be people that celebrate with our friends. Throw ourselves aside sometimes. It's not always about me, 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 me. Woe is me. My life's hard. Or even my life's really good. Like, celebrate with your friends sometimes. Make it about your friends sometimes. You need to support your friends when things are hard. Be there when it's hard. Be there when things aren't going well. 
Don't be the, the friend that just disappears when, when life is hard. And finally, we've got to pray. We've got to pray. But we talk about how important prayer is in our life. We talk about how, much, how important it is for us to talk to Jesus about what's going on in our lives. How much more is it for us to lift up our friends to Jesus, lift up our friends to God? So let's, uh, let's pray, and then we will go. God, we, we just, we thank you for um, how amazing you are. We thank you for giving us friends. We thank you that we aren't just alone in this world and trying to do life all by ourselves. And, and, and we, we thank you that you've given us people to help support us and push us and celebrate with us and, and be with us. God, I just pray for us in this room that we, we specifically, would be people that, as we struggle with being a friend, that we would be people that are invested in our friends, we make time for our friends, we listen to our friends, we ask about our friends. When our friends are going through things, we don't just say, let me know if we can do anything, but we actually are people who actively seek out our friends and, and, and try and figure out ways to help them, that we celebrate with them when, when things are going good, we push ourselves aside and that we support them in, in times that are hard. And God, that we remember when we lift you, when we come to you in prayer and we come to, to you and we, we're talking with you, that we re remember that we need to also lift up our friends to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. See ya. Have a good week. <laughs>